Section 42 of Jataka Tales by H. T. Francis and E. J. Thomas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Evils of Strong Drink Once upon a time when Brahmadatta was ruling in Benares, a forester named Sura, who dwelt in the kingdom of Kasi, went to the Himalayas to seek for articles of merchandise. There was a certain tree there that sprang up to the height of a man with his arms extended over his head, and then divided into three parts. In the midst of its three forks was a hole as big as a wine-jar, and when it rained this hole was filled with water. Round about it grew two myrobalan plants and a pepper-shrub, and the ripe fruits from these, when they were cut down, fell into the hole. Not far from this tree was some self-sown paddy. The parrots would pluck the heads of rice and eat them perched on this tree and while they were eating, the paddy and the husked rice fell there. So the water, fermenting through the sun's heat, assumed a blood-red color. In the hot seasons, flocks of birds, being thirsty, drank of it, and becoming intoxicated, fell down at the foot of the tree, and after sleeping a while, flew away, chirping merrily. And the same thing happened in the case of wild dogs, monkeys, and other creatures. The forester, on seeing this, said, if this were poison they would die but after a short sleep they go away as they list it is no poison and he himself drank of it and becoming intoxicated he felt a desire to eat flesh and then making a fire he killed the partridges and cocks that fell down at the foot of the tree and roasted their flesh on the live coals and gesticulating with one hand and eating flesh with the other he remained one or two days in the same spot. Now, not far from here, lived an ascetic named Varuna. The forester at other times also used to visit him, and the thought now struck him, I will drink this liquor with the ascetic. So he filled a reed pipe with it, and, taking it together with some roast meat, he came to the hut of leaves and said, Holy sir, taste this liquor. And they both drank it and ate the meat. So from the fact of this drink having been discovered by Sura and Varuna, it was called by their names, Sura and Varuni. They both thought, This is the way to manage it. And they filled their reed-pipes, and, taking it on a carrying-pole, they came to a neighboring village, and sent a message to the king that some wine-merchants had come. The king sent for them, and they offered him the drink. The king drank it two or three times and got intoxicated. This lasted him only one or two days. Then he asked them if there was any more. Yes, sir, they said. Where? In the Himalayas, sir. Then bring it here. They went and fetched it two or three times. Then, thinking, we can't always be going there, they took note of all the constituent parts and, beginning with the bark of the tree, they threw in all the other ingredients and made the drink in the city. The men of the city drank it and became idle wretches, and the place became like a deserted city. Then these wine merchants fled from it and came to Benares, and sent a message to the king to announce their arrival. The king sent for them and paid them money, and they made wine there too, and that city also perished in the same way. Thence they fled to Sakata and from Sakata they came to Savati. At that time there was a king named Sabamita in Savati. He showed favor to these men and asked them what they wanted. When they said, 
we want the chief ingredients and ground rice in five hundred jars he gave them everything they asked for so they stored the liquor in the five hundred jars and to guard them they bound cats one to each jar and when the liquor fermented and began to escape the cats drank the strong drink that flowed from the inside of the jars and getting intoxicated they lay down to sleep and rats came and bit off the cats ears noses teeth and tails the king's officers came and told the king the cats have died from drinking the liquor the king said surely these men must be makers of poison and he ordered them both to be beheaded and they died crying out give us strong drink give us mead the king after putting the men to death gave orders that the jars should be broken but the cats when the effect of the liquor wore off got up and walked about and played when they saw this they told the king the king said if it were poison they would have died it must be mead we will drink it so he had the city decorated and set up a pavilion in the palace yard and taking his seat in the splendid pavilion on a royal throne with a white umbrella raised over it and surrounded by his courtiers he began to drink then sokka the king of the gods said who are there that in the duty of service to mother and the like diligently fulfill the three kinds of right conduct and looking upon the world he saw the king seated to drink strong drink and he thought if he shall drink strong drink all india will perish i will see that he shall not drink it so placing a jar full of the liquor in the palm of his hand he went disguised as a brahmin and stood in the air in the presence of the king and cried buy this jar buy this jar the king sabamita on seeing him standing in the air and speaking after this manner said whence can this brahmin come and conversing with him he repeated three stanzas who art thou being from on high whose form emits bright rays of light like leaven flash athwart the sky or moon illuming darkest night to ride the pathless air upon to move or stand in silent space real is the power that thou hast won and proves thou art of godlike race then brahman who thou art declare and what within thy jar may be that thus appearing in mid-air thou fain wouldst sell thy wares to me then sokka said hearken to me and expounding the evil qualities of strong drink he said this jar nor oil nor ghee doth hold no honey or molasses here but vices more than can be told are stored within its rounded sphere who drinks will fall poor silly fool into some hole or pit impure or headlong sink in loathsome pool and eat what he would fain abjure buy then o king this jar of mine full to the brim of strongest wine and after drinking this i ween and a kavenhu's mighty race roaming along the shore were seen to fall each by his kinsman's mace buy then etc the azuras made drunk with wine fall from eternal heaven o king with all their magic power divine then who would taste the accursed thing buy then etc nor curds nor honey sweet is here 
but evermore remembering what's stored within this rounded sphere buy prithee buy my jar o king on hearing this the king recognizing the misery caused by drink was so pleased with Sokka that he sang his praises in two stanzas no parents had i sage to teach like thee but thou art kind and merciful i see a seeker of the highest truth alway therefore i will obey thy words to-day lo five choice villages i own are thine twice fifty handmaids seven hundred kine and these ten cars with steeds of purest blood for thou hast counselled me to mine own good Sokka, unhearing this revealed his godhead and made himself known and standing in the air he repeated two stanzas these hundred slaves o king may still be thine and eke the villages and herds of kine no chariots yoked to high-bred steeds i claim Sokka, chief god of thirty-three my name enjoy thy ghee rice milk and sodden meat still be content thy honey-cakes to eat thus king delighting in the truths i've preached pursue thy blameless path till heaven is reached thus did Sokka admonish him and then return to his abode in heaven and the king abstaining from strong drink ordered the drinking vessels to be broken and undertaking to keep the precepts and dispensing alms he became destined to heaven but the drinking of strong drink gradually developed in india End of section forty two